Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Housing lender. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. Welcome to Out of Bounds from the Hogsby Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. If you want to get into the show today, you know how to get in. You can call 501-661-1037. Text Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. How are you guys doing today? It's another beautiful day. I got one thing to say, Joe. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> that had to be a tough spot, though. It was. Cowboys, Lions playing it against was. each other. It was. It and, was. you know, who knows what happens with the playoffs coming up. Both right. of them are locked in, and they could see each other down the line. You know, you texted me and asked me who was I going for. And, you know, it was hard, but being that Detroit had already won their division, I had to go with Dallas. And plus, if you ask me... Detroit, Dallas. Who do you really love the most? You know, I love Detroit, but I love Dallas more. <laughs> so, if it came down to the you know championship game and it was those two, I would have to rock with Dallas, even though I love oh, the Lions. Okay, okay. So let's get into that. How how does the love for the Cowboys come even more? Is it from growing up? Did you grow up a Cowboys yeah, fan? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I grew up a Cowboys fan. Michael Irvin was my favorite player of all time. I had Michael Irvin posters all on my high school and college walls. So at that time, Michael Irvin was the only uh, receiver that really existed uh, to me. So, you know, Cowboys was, was, was always my team since I was a kid. And then uh, you think about on the professional level and even, you know, making it to that stage, like when players have that opportunity to get to the next level, it's always thrown out there. You have a preference. Do you want to go anywhere? No, I'm just going to be blessed to – find a, a home and you know a team that really wants me so when it comes to that they're you know you, you do have they're lying are they they're lying everybody has a favorite if you're a football player you have a favorite team like for example Randall Williams was my teammate in Dallas if you go to his Facebook page right now he is a diehard Eagles fan he was at the uh, game in Eagles gear and he's an ex-cowboy had his daughter in Eagles gear <laughs> at the Cowboy game. And I said, say, man, how disrespectful is that? They never gave you a paycheck. Jerry Jones paid you. And he said, but what's Jerry doing now for me? Exactly. So that, you know, of course that changes. But, you know, just saying about going through the process of getting drafted and having that opportunity, that's when they say, you know, like, of course, maybe there's a favorite team growing up and, you know, maybe that's a dream of playing for your favorite team. But at the same time, it is about that team that gives you the opportunity and the team that wants to pay you. And for me, it was Dallas. When I put that that star on my head in 2001 in training camp in August, I was living a dream. See that picture, man? That's Randall, my old teammate with the Cowboys, man. He Is Randall living in Dallas? Yes. Yes. He does autograph sessions for, for the, the Cowboys, Cowboys man. Like, <laughs> he does autograph sessions for the Cowboys and get paid. Now, that's different, though. But he goes to the game. That That's a different <laughs> circumstance. Never have seen or heard of that one. That That's yeah. uh, that's funny, though. 
But no, man, he grew up an Eagles fan, man. So that's just what that's just who he loves. And so you can't fault him for who he loves. You know, the Cowboys just gave him an opportunity. So thinking about the Cowboys and Lions, we know it was some controversy at the end of the game. What did, what did you think about the controversy that went on and um, how that all shook out? It looked like to me you had three guys walking up, and he was used to Skipper being the one that reported. I went back and watched it, you know, once me and you talked about it. And the referee turned and walked off. So I don't think he heard when that guy reported because he immediately turned and walked to his right. So that's the excuse he's going to ride with. I'm going to live with it. Hey, man, favor ain't fair. <laughs> We're trying to get that number two seed. Is that on the player or is that on the ref for making the mistake? Because when you look at it from the video, Skipper was coming into his line of sight, but there were two players directly standing in front of him. So why do you disregard the two players that are standing See, directly in front of you? We don't know whether the play clock was running, if he was trying to get to position to get it going. There's so many factors that go in. We don't know what that referee was really thinking about. Uh, he was trying to get to the next play. Now, if he was really trying to report, do you call his name? Hey, I'm so-and-so. But then that makes it obvious. So, you know, who's wrong, who's right? I don't know. And, and that's what the Lions were attempting <clears throat> to do. They were attempting to throw the Cowboys off by sending multiple players to the ref. Even though the ref's job, he's going to go to the Cowboys immediately and say the number of the player who's eligible. Uh, but the defense's attention is going to the ref and the players that are around the ref. And even if the player is reporting, that doesn't mean he's going to be involved in the play at all. It could be a a, a decoy just to say, hey, I'm reporting, and then he does nothing. But it makes the linebacker have to respect him. And on that play, you watch that linebacker, he didn't pay that guy no attention because in his mind he wasn't eligible. So you just go down the line and read your keys, and that wasn't one of his keys he read. And then they tried to say that, you know, there were other – Fouls on the play and you know, it could have been. It, well, that was prior to the play. But you know what was surprising about it was, it looked like the Lions had taken the lead. It was going to be little time in the game. They throw the flag, then they push him back, and Dan Campbell he he stuck with what he wanted to do and go for two. He wanted hey, to go for the win. Man, Dan's a real goon. But look though, like Michael Irvin said, with Jerry finally putting Jimmy in their ring of honor. Things are bound to go well for the Cowboys now. <laughs> this is our year. Jimmy is finally hanging in the Raptors. His name is up there. The black cat is gone. The Cowboys is here. 49ers, all you other guys, y'all get – we're going to the Super Bowl this year, Joe. We're going. Say that every year. No. The black but, cat but is gone line, now. It's lined the up black now cat is gone to, now. To make it happen. Jerry has made it right with Jimmy. I can't wait to February 11th, Super Bowl, Cowboys, and Baltimore Ravens. How, how do you feel about the Cowboys, though, and, and their some of their road struggles? Like, they look really good at home, and they had a, a home winning streak. That's a and, mental and they thing. score a lot of points at home, but then on the road, it, it looks a little bit different. That's a mental thing. They got to get that right this weekend. You cannot go to D.C. and lose that game. Because if we lose that game on Saturday or on Sunday, Sunday, if we lose that game on Sunday, everything I just said, all the excitement I just said is gone because we won't beat the Rams or the team that that we have uh, first round. Because then we'll be on the road. And the confidence level is shot right now. We have to win this game on Sunday to get that road confidence. And confidence is a big factor and the mental aspect of your game. And then Cowboys are in a good position also with some of the things that happened with the Eagles. Eagles getting upset by the Cardinals. And now How crazy was that? It's set up for them to have home field event, yeah. advantage and, and win the division. And I think that if, that if everything plays out how it is now, if, if the Eagles go to San Francisco, that could very well be an upset, Joe. And if that's the upset, then the Eagles come to us for the championship game. Cowboys fans thinking like Wes Moore said the exact same thing. I'm telling you, man, it, but Philly is – they are set up for the upset if they can get to San Francisco. San Fran, you know, Brock Purdy is you, a good quarterback. You, you don't really believe that. I really believe it. <laughs> you don't believe I it. I really believe it. I really believe it. The so, black so, cat is gone, so, Joe. Man, you realize what? you're just enticing 49er John to call at some point I this afternoon. I don't care about 39er John. So, so no, I'm saying <laughs> what I'm saying about you don't believe. So, it's like the Cowboys fans have thought all season, the Eagles are fraud. They're fraud. But now all no, of a I sudden. No, I didn't think that. Now all of a sudden it's like, okay, 
Cowboys could depend on the Eagles to get that upset. I'm hoping. But, but why not just want to play the best? If the Niners are the best, hey, look, go take out the best. We haven't been to the ship since 1995. Oh, how, no matter how you get there. However we can get there, yeah. get there how you can. I just want to make all the Cowboy haters mad. If you think that I go crazy on Facebook about my Cowboys now, if we win that Super Bowl, y'all going to hate me. <laughs> y'all going to hate me because my Cowboys, Jimmy Johnson is up there hanging up. Jerry Jones made it right. Let's go. Reggie how about, about to go Cowboys? Ham. How about them Cowboys? <laughs> <laughs> Joe, got to say one thing. Say say whatever you need and to I say. And I put this on Facebook a couple of days ago. No matter how I feel about the Pittsburgh Steelers, you got to give Mike Tomlin his flowers. 17 straight years, no losing season, and people are saying he should be fired. You have teams right now that can't even have back-to-back winning seasons. And this man got 17 straight uh, winning seasons or going even. And people talking about firing this man. You best believe if he gets fired, he'll get picked up in a week or less. He'll have his options. Another note on the Steelers-Seahawks game. With the Steelers' Week 17 win, they secure uh, head coach Mike Tomlin's 17th consecutive non-losing season. Holy How about that? How about they were talking about... They were talking about firing him, what, seven weeks ago? The media is so dumb. Why are we? In, why do we do the media? Well, I'm just, a bunch of just a bunch of jackasses. Just a bunch of jackasses. Just out here talking nonsense. One of the best coaches the NFL has ever even seen about to yeah. possibly get his 17th consecutive non-losing season. And so some of that noise, that is media and is media speculation. And the way it came about was simply because they realized that next year is Mike Tomlin's last year under contract. So when you think about the fact of how the season went at one point, and it looked like, you know, with a three-game losing streak, they played themselves out of the playoffs, that's where some of that speculation came in and saying that, well, there's only one year left under contract for him, so are they really going to extend him at this point? And so it was more outside noise. It wasn't people around the organization now there are fans every year that say they aren't happy with them and uh you know some of that could have come from the fans also but if you fire that man what's your guarantee you're gonna hire somebody that's gonna come in there and do what he's done like you have to have a guarantee that you're gonna get a guy that can come in and do what the guy in miami is doing doing i don't know his name um mike mcdaniels mike mcdaniels doing a great job down there who do you have that has that pedigree to go in there and change a program that you know of guaranteed. You don't have that. So why mess up a for sure coach for another coach and wind up with not a good coach? And that's why the organization has had three exactly. in so many years. And, and that, that's yeah. why they have patience and they have a certain way of doing things, and they were standing by that. They, they weren't of that thinking. That was people on the outside talking and like I'm that. And I'm not at all a Pittsburgh fan, but... You have to get that man his flowers. 17 years, that's great. Yeah, by the way, that was uh, Jason and Travis Kelsey. That was Travis Kelsey. Okay. That was making the comments on Mike Tomlin. But, hold, on, uh, hold on, you mean Taylor Swift or? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. That was, that, was, that was her talking. Okay, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned. More of Out of Bounds coming up. The Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Red River Ford, Lion Legal, Malvern National Bank, and Genesis of Conway. Arkansas football has reportedly found their next wide receivers coach as they are expected to hire Missouri State co-offensive coordinator Ronnie Fouch. Fouch previously worked under Bobby Petrino at Louisville and Missouri State. In college basketball yesterday, Central Arkansas beat champion Christian 120-54. They are led in scoring by Maumelle native Carl Daugherty Jr. who had a career-high 29 points. Their next game will be on Saturday against North Alabama. Tonight in college basketball, Wood Rock will host SIU Edwardsville at the Jack Stevens Center. Both teams are currently 1-1 in Ohio Valley Conference. 
conference play. Tip is set for seven. Coverage can be heard on 106.7 Buzz 2. And Arkansas State also plays tonight as they host Georgia Southern in Jonesboro. Tip for that game is set for seven. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network. Roger, did you know that Oakland Sports is the mobile app that lets you bet anywhere in Arkansas? Anywhere. So I can bet the over when I'm in Dover. Indeed you can. I can take the underdog in Dogtown. Absolutely. You're telling me I can bet on the pigskin in Piggott? Yep. Hoops in Humnoke. Baseball in Boxite. Long shots in LaVanca? All of the above. Anywhere, huh? Anywhere. Nice. Easy to use and even easier to fund. Bet with confidence. Bet with Oakland Sports. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Injured? There's only one number you need to know. Dial 8. 888-8888. At Rainwater Holton Sexton, no case is too big and no insurance company too strong. Just dial 8. 888-8888. We are battle-tested big case injury lawyers who've recovered millions for our clients. Just dial 8. 888-8888. Been in a wreck anywhere in the state. Just dial 8. 888-8888. 8888. Responsible attorneys Michael Rainwater and Bob Sexton. Every Tuesday morning during basketball season, you can hear Caliph Battle when he checks in with the guys on Morning Mayhem. It's made possible by Edwards Food Giant. Edwards Food Giant, the meat people. The only stop you'll have to make for all your family's grocery needs. Caliph Battle on your home for Arkansas Razorbacks basketball. 103 7 The Buzz. With savings at the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. Top brand appliances like a GE Profile refrigerator with convenient features like a built-in dual dispense autofill pitcher. Plus, with seamless shopping in-store and online, everything you need for your kitchen is just a click away. Get up to $800 off select kitchen appliances from top brands like GE Profile at The Home Depot. Pricing valid January 4th through 24th. Gas ranges and dryers extra. U.S. only. See store or online for details. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper and you can get it online? Go to hymns.com slash joy. Through hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to hymns.com slash joy. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Have a watch party that everyone wants to attend at your house with the best of meats in the business. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Welcome back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swin. You should have seen these guys jamming the Stevie Wonder in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. If you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. We do have some Southern Structural Solutions text line messages and this comes in from cliff and benton cliff says reggie cowboy's gonna shock people just like coach mac and the cardinals shocked people at the national tournament last month the cardinals did that they got a seven uh seven u flag football team that hadn't played tackle really all year long and they converted to a tackle team for my tournament and made it to the championship game so they were playing flag? Flag all year long. That's the mark of really, really, really good coaching. Yeah. Coach Mack and his staff at the Cardinals, man, I was I – was, they beat my team who tackled all year long. Now, as seven-year-olds, it maybe they had a bit of an advantage because playing flag, you probably throw the ball a lot more than you do tackle and at that were, age. But they threw the ball maybe twice the whole tournament. Did they really? They had a hard time tackling. That's something they wasn't used to. But they had some athletes on the offensive side of the ball that can get that ball on the outside and go. And I did not expect them to win a game. Not having tackled all year long, them kids are some athletes, man. And them coaches over there, Coach Fred and Coach McNam, did a great job, bro. I was over there. I was like, wow, these kids are going to be special. <clears throat> Let's talk about the youth football league and some of the results and, and some of the things you have going on. We just came back from Cowboys. Well, I can't say Cowboys Stadium because we played at the Star when the Cowboys were playing uh, against Detroit on Saturday night. Arkansas, we lost uh, this year. They beat us three games to two in the, in the uh, battle. Uh, the team I coach won, and the team Coach Kevin coach won. So we lost three and one two uh, of the battle. Uh, but the kids had a great time at, at the uh, Star. Uh, toured it. And it was an amazing experience for some of those parents to see their kids play at the very field that you see Dak Prescott on. And, you know, um, C.D. Lamb, that's the guy that's been putting up numbers. Yeah, yeah, C.D.'s been balling, man. So, you know, it gives me great pleasure to watch them kids play out there because some of them would never do it again. And so, you know, that's their time to shine. And that's just what I love about the whole thing. Let's go to the phones and talk to Sterling. What's up, Sterling? Hey, guys. And, uh, yeah, I remember this summer when I called in and I said they put Romo in the ring of honor before Jimmy. That I was going to turn in my star. <laughs> I remember but, that. Don't have to worry I about that now. I remember that, Sterling. <laughs> and, now, and now since that has been done, I keep my star. And like Reggie said, Michael said, and thousands of Cowboy fans have said, the curse is lifted. The curse is lifted. And it, it started, it went to work immediately, I guess. I mean, now, sure, now, on that call, at first, on that call, I said, boy, we done stole one. Uh, the lines got robbed. But the more I see it and the more I study it and the more I see I see that the NFL put out a video using that play right there to explain how you should report. He messed, uh, the, the rest, he, he messed it up. But the lines helped him mess it up bad. I mean, Skipper been coming in the whole night. That same way, and he was as he ran in. You look at the footage all throughout the game. He was rubbing his he was rubbing the, the front of his number as he ran in, and he had to, he used the same motion. But as he was running, you know, his his hands were going up and down. So I mean, he still give off the the impression of rubbing the shoulder, uh, rubbing the jersey. But he was counting on the verbal communication of Decker. As the report, but the ref is looking at him the whole time, as as, as Reggie said earlier, and he just going. That's by muscle memory. That's going on. How the routine been going on all night? He just saw seventy, and when he announced it to the crowd, seventy. That's when the Lions. All they have to do is remind the referee, no, 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 it's sixty-eight. And like Todd said, that don't mean you're going to throw sixty-eight the ball. That is making him eligible. Did, did Sterling? Do you anyway. do you remember seeing the ref announce it to the crowd? Because normally that is yes, what they do. 
But yeah, yes, he did, did announce it because I I saw him go over to the defense and let them know. But he announced it. It's, it's footage of it. It's, it's, it's footage. Every, it's footage of it that he announced it. It's been on one hundred five point three. The fan, of course, they had it. Brad Sam had it on the on their broadcast. It was on the buzz. Uh, he, he he announced number seventy is eligible. Okay. Well, yeah, you're you're right then in that sense that the Lions are at fault if they hear him say that to the to the crowd. Not necessarily that they're going to hear him say it to the defense, but if he announces that to the stadium and everybody hears it. Yeah, they they are at fault, and they should have corrected that. And I'm not guaranteeing. I'm not one of those to say that if the cow if they would have said 58, the Cowboys would have had somebody on them. I, I, I'm not going to say go go that far, but I will say that they announced to the crowd and to the Cowboys that it was number seventy. And once they do that, that shows that it's not uh, a they rigged it for the Cowboys. When you when it's announced before the play, it's number seventy. Well, and favor we, ain't and, fair, and, man. And, favor ain't fair, Sterling, and we're going to take and, that and, and I, Right, and I tell you, uh, and to me, calling the tripping on the wrong person, it, I mean, I know tripping happens and holding happens, but to, pick, to, to give it on the wrong team, I've seen them call the wrong number, but they have it on the right team. They got the whole team wrong. <laughs> I mean, they call it on the wrong team. I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. And I ain't going to say it's because of the woman's breath, but the woman's breath, but she is the one that made the call. But but that don't have nothing to do with anything. The fact that she was a woman, ref. I'm just pointing out that she was the one that made the the Mr. Tripping call altogether. Which you don't. If you call the Tripping call, none of that. All that other stuff is done, doesn't even happen. And McCartney was dumb, and Dak, whoever made the decision to throw on second and fourteen to throw it, plumb out of bounds. I mean, that was you got a guy hitting sixty yard field goals, and I mean, I don't see. Who's, it's in just second down. You take the sack right there, Dak, and then you just pick up, get them a little closer on the next on third down. But you know, that's just how it goes. Hey, they but, won the game. Uh, they got out. the result they wanted. So all all of that stuff is irrelevant. That's right. Y'all guys have a great day. I see, right, Sterling. <clears throat> also about the two point conversion. You know, as we were talking about with the penalty that was called, and then the Lions still decided to go for it. They had two more opportunities to get the two points, and the last play that they called, it was set up where it was going to be an easy score. They were going to be able to get the two there, but Jared Goff short-armed the ball, and he threw the ball low. If he puts the ball on the receiver, he's going to walk in. The only reason Dan went for that two-point is because he knew he was number one already in that division. So that wasn't going to affect him at all. But I think if they were still fighting for a spot – he would have kicked it. Now, you know, as a player, you want your coach to believe in you like that. But at what point do you make that decision and you have a chance to redo it and you make that same decision and then you kill your player's confidence? Take that game. I go to overtime in that one. Once I got bagged up, no, we kicking it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? Also, in his mind, even though it wouldn't have mattered if they were up by – if they were tied or if they were up by one – he he may have been thinking about the fact that the Cowboys do have a kicker that's making 60-yard field goals, 60-plus-yard field goals. But he had told his players already, we're going for two. So he put that in the head already, in which it was successful. But then again, you get bagged up 10 yards, you kick it. And you fight in overtime. No, it was, all, it was five it was five yards. Five yards? Yeah. yeah, so it was from the seven, seven instead of the two. But you still kick it. Yeah, Absolutely. And uh, Vegas Dave, he says that the tripping should have been on Hutchinson, Aiden Hutchinson, who plays for the Lions, instead of Hendershot, according to Adam Schefter. But that just goes into the fact that refs make mistakes throughout the game. They're human. Yeah, and, and, you know, one of the ones that had the most focus on it at the end of the game was the two-point conversion. But, you know, because the two-point conversion didn't go the way that people thought it should have gone or or did go then they did go back to and reference the tripping saying that that shouldn't have been called in the first place right southern structural solutions text line cowboys nor eagles want the 49ers again period that that may be true but but one of them got to get them it's going to be the eagles 
and they're going to take them out for well, us. Well, I mean, everybody has to win games, though. You have to beat the teams that are in front of you, so there's no guarantee that anybody, either one of those teams will see the 49ers. Joe, the black cat is gone. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> I hear you. Lord forbid the 49ers have an injury to either Brock Purdy or Christian McCaffrey. Well, and that's why those so guys Brock are sitting. So Brock is not playing, though. Yeah, that's yeah. why those guys are sitting. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, there's several quarterbacks that are going to be sitting including Brock Purdy, but Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy, and Matt Stafford, and the Rams and 49ers play each other. The Rams are resting a lot of their key players. They're in the sixth spot, and if they lose that game and the Packers win, that's going to knock them back to the seventh seed, but they're not even worried about it. They they want to rest all their players. They have a certain philosophy that they're going to stick by. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, he's going to sit, and Joe Flacco. So you got a number of quarterbacks that are going to be sitting and then with the Rams, the Rams are resting Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Kyron Williams, like pretty much all their star players, they're sitting. You know, I don't know about um, Brock Purdy and, um, and uh, Lamar sitting for two full weeks. It, you, I know it's smart, but it also can get you out of rhythm. Two weeks to be sitting and then come in your first playoff game in the second week of the playoffs – if you're rusty, it's a playoff. Anybody can get you. Now, I get it that, man, Lamar been hurt the last couple of years. But to sit him for two, four weeks, is that smart? So do you play him a quarter, a half? What do you do? I think you play him a half. And you limit his running. Get the ball out quickly. Okay, so limiting his running, that's one thing. Quick game. Last year, and Lamar has been hurt. In uh, the few games, the last couple years, to la- yeah, last mm-hmm. last couple seasons, the last few games of the season, can't remember if it was last season or the season before, but he actually was hurt in the pocket. He wasn't hurt running; he was hurt while dropping back to pass, and he got hurt. And and so he he kind of put that out there at the time because he was letting everybody know that you know with all the talk of him running and risking injury because of him running, that at that time he was out specifically because. He got hit while he was in the pocket, not running. Yeah, I just don't know, Joe. Uh, you know, sitting two full weeks. But, I, you know, I respect that decision. Uh, but, you know, we'll see. How, how do you factor practice into that, though, also? Like, it's not as if he's not going to practice for two weeks. It's not like he, you know, during their bye week, he's just going to go on vacation somewhere. But them bullets ain't flying in practice. Like they are in the game. He know he's not going to get touched at all. He's going to have that red jersey. But isn't he practicing this week? Even though he's sitting the game, yeah, he's practicing yeah. this week. He's so practicing. He's getting to practice this week. He's going to get some practice maybe next week, depending on how they go about doing the practices. I don't know, Joe. You know, it's been a long time for me. You know, I've never played on a playoff team, so I don't know what it's like to have a playoff team and, and have a guy sitting. Uh, but I know that can also be dangerous and bite you. If you have any kind of a game where you're slightly off rhythm, again, it's all mental. Football is 80% mental. And anything that can can mess with your psyche can hurt your entire game. Serling says, based off that last comment about the Eagles and the Cowboys not wanting to see the 49ers, he says the 49ers don't want to see the Rams in the playoffs. So it is some uh, gamesmanship going on. And by the Rams sitting their players if they lose that game they are the seventh seed and uh if they're able to get through then you yep. know, get get through that first game the next the game would be brand. would be against the niners yeah because the, the top seed is always going to get the lowest remaining seed Whoever in that first can game san fran is, is my favorite team <laughs> 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 they just their defense is too good man ed mccaffrey could easily be your player of the year christian Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, Christian McCaffrey could easily you, be your player. Did you play here. against – you didn't play against Ed McCaffrey. He wasn't still if, playing, was he? If he was there in 2001, I did. I can't remember that Thanksgiving game I scored my first touchdown. Yeah. was against Denver. I remember Rod being there, um, Rod Smith. Mm-hmm. I don't remember if it was Ed. There, there or not. <clears throat> yeah, he may – He may. Uh, it makes sense that, you know, that would have been towards the end of his tenure, though, because they had just won those back-to-back Super Bowls. So 97, 98? Yeah, he may have stepped away right before yeah. that. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting with 
seeing how, you know, all these games, last game of the season, they're all division games, and then how some of these teams are kind of setting themselves up. The most interesting one, which is going to be the last game of the, the weekend. Yeah, it's going to be the Bills and the Dolphins, Sunday night football. And that's in Buffalo? Miami. It's in Miami. Ed McCaffrey was on the 2001 Broncos. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we go. That that game right there, man, that game is going to be solely based on Josh Allen. Because we know Josh, when he's hot, he's hot. And when he's not, he's not. Tool going to be Tool. Uh, but if Josh has a halfway of a bad game, Miami's trying to bounce back off of that 59-16 to butt whooping they took, or 56-19 butt whooping they took on Sunday or Saturday. And they're in Miami. So, you know, I give that nod to Miami because we don't know what Josh Allen going to do. He's so inconsistent. He's so good, but so inconsistent as well. Thing about the Dolphins, their defense is suffering a little bit because they've had some injuries, especially up front yeah, on that defensive ACL, line, yeah. and uh, and they're not getting that same type of rush to the quarterback. And really, their run support isn't the same either because they have some injuries up front. Now, Christian Wilkins, he probably is is the guy that's leading that defense on that defensive line, and he is really good in run support. He can. Uh, you know, knock down passes at the line of scrimmage. He can do a lot. But um that yeah, that's that's gonna be it's gonna be a chess match simply because of you know how Miami and the Dolphins how they have that speed and speed is always a big difference maker, especially what they have on the offensive side of the ball. They Tyree they have Hill speed and Waddle are are ridiculously good. They they have speed on defense also. That was kind of the vision that Mike McDaniels had was just put a lot of speed on the field. And they do have a lot of, knowing that he came from the 49ers, they have a lot of former 49ers players on the Dolphins. And so he basically just set the team up, you know, the same way that the 49ers are with a lot of speed all over the field. What's your prediction? I think think the Dolphins are going to get the win in that game. And so the Dolphins will go on to win the division, and they will be the two seed overall in the AFC. And then that's going to leave the Bills. There are going to be a lot of options with them. They can lose the game and still get into the playoffs, depending on a lot of other teams that will lose. Or so they could, could actually win and be the two seed or lose and not be in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah, they could be out altogether. So the, the motivation is going to be yeah, there. Yeah, that, that, that changes, Joe. <laughs> motivation, man. That changes my thought process. About this. But as you mentioned, like with Josh Allen, will, will it be times where Josh Allen is trying to do too much? And that's when we've seen him get into trouble where he's trying to do too much and thinking that he can fit a ball in somewhere that it, it won't, and he ends up getting intercepted. Yeah. He's, I'm going to stick with Miami, but, man, that changes everything I've been thinking about. <coughs> and, and the Bills already, you know, they have that rivalry, division rivals. The Bills already dominated them in Buffalo. In the colder conditions, and now they have to go to Miami, and sometimes that heat gets to you, the humidity in South Florida this but time of the year. In Florida, it don't be as hot as you think it would be this time of year. Some sometimes it's like it's like Arkansas, like it could be thirty degrees here one day, but it could be seventy the next day. Right. So my, you know, Miami sometimes they get that eighty-five degrees and it's sixty and below everywhere else. Right. Going to be a good weekend of football. We have more of Out of Bounds coming up after this break. From the Hogsmeade Market Studio, Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swin. Stay tuned. This is the Pigskin Preacher bringing you the word. A Facebook page titled Central Minnesota Moose on the Loose grabbed attention from far and wide. And not just for the rhyming title. Although if a certain Searcy school had its way, it would probably read Mooses on the Looses. But I digress. This enormous mammal was about 500 miles away from his natural habitat, as he seemed to be working his way back north. The young moose has brought a lot of joy and happiness to Minnesotans and others hungry for a happy story. Good luck, Rut. Here's hoping you make it back home. 
And Double B's will help you make it back home because you can pay at the pump with your Exxon or Phillips 66 mobile apps. Sign up and pay with your Exxon credit card and you'll save 10 cents a gallon. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Pickup truck, sports car, motorcycle, minivan, townhouse, two-story, farmhouse, fixer-upper. What you drive and where you live is different for everyone, so it's important to have insurance that fits your needs and is just right for you. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that, which is why our agents help you design a comprehensive auto, home, and life insurance plan. Insurance that fits just right. See Shelter Agent Christy Pettit in Maumel, Matt Cooper in Russellville, or Madison Buse in England. Our care clinics are your hometown source for primary medical care. Our doctors, nurses, and counselors can help patients of all ages with anything from common colds and immunizations to depression, anxiety, and chronic diseases. Our network includes both mail order and local pharmacies to fulfill your prescriptions. If you don't have insurance, it's okay. We can help with that too. And no one is turned away. With more than 65 locations in Arkansas, there's a good chance we're in your hometown. Look us up at ourcare.net. Hello folks, it's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. What's better than getting something for free? Winning. And with the five-buck bundle from the Arkansas Scholarship Lottery, you get the chance to do both. For five bucks, you get three tickets. A Powerball ticket with Power Play, a Mega Millions ticket, and a free Natural State Jackpot ticket. That's three ways to win. So ask for the five-buck bundle today. Bundle is eligible with Quick Picks only. Offer ends February 29th. Call 1-800-522-4700 for Problem Gambling Helpline. It's not just about the size of the meat, it's about where you get it from. So get it from Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. Bet Saracen is as close as your cell phone. Just go to the App Store and download the Bet Saracen app or go to betsaracen.com. Been talking about some of these NFL games and some of the lines that you can get on Bet Saracen, the Dolphins. And Bills, the Bills are actually a road favorite, a three-point road favorite. The over-under is 49. You have the Packers who are trying to get into the playoffs. They're playing a home game against the Bears. They're a three-point favorite, and the over-under is 45. The Rams, 49ers, sitting a lot of players in that game. 49ers are actually a four-point favorite, and the over-under is 41. So those are some of the lines that you can get. Uh, let's see, Steelers and Ravens. Steelers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 35-and-a-half. The Colts and Texans. Colts are the home team. Texans are a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and the over-under is 47-and-a-half. Where's Pittsburgh game at? It's in Baltimore. But they played in Baltimore to end the season last year. For the most accurate and up-to-date sports wagering info you need to be on the bet saracen app it's simple just go to the app store download the bet saracen app or go to betsaracen.com be sure to check out the video of how to play featuring jancy sheets what's trending in sports is brought to you by arkansas's own west rock coffee join west rock coffee the razorbacks and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe it's fall so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee tea and water delivered directly to your business contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today what's trending in sports breaking news from the nba draymond green who's on indefinite league suspension since December 13th. He's expected to return to the Warriors facility in the next few days and start ramping up to resume play with the Warriors on Thursday. That That's the news today that we got. And so uh, Draymond has missed, he'll miss his 11th game uh, against the Nuggets. That's tonight, but he is going to be returning to the facility, and we'll see how long it is before he actually gets on the court. If Draymond Green can't be Draymond Green, I think his career is over. That's who he is. I don't think he can really change without without changing his game. He is, or like Denny Green said, he is who we thought he was. <laughs> and so that's his, that's his pedigree. So Steve Kerr says they that... They just didn't uh, let him off the hook. No, you, no, they did not let him off the hook. Steve Kerr says that there have been some meetings that have taken place as the NBA described, you know, certain league and team conditions that Draymond must fill to be able to get back on the court. And he also said that, but we've been giving him his space and he's been giving us hours. So Draymond has been concentrating on doing everything he needed to do to be able to get back on the court. And that's the only reason he's doing it, because he has to to get back on the court. Again, you can take the stripes off a zebra. It's still going to be a zebra. You know what I mean? He is who he is, man. And so, and I don't want to see Draymond play if he's not being Draymond Green. I don't want him, you know, doing that crazy stuff he does. But when he's out there and he's getting fiery and he's doing what he does, that sometimes fires his team up. And they know that. They know that. Also, go go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. So, what we going to see? The new Draymond that. That's uh that's watered down, or the Draymond that we've been seeing for the last ten years. No, there's there's no way that, like you said, he can't change. There's no way that he would be able to to even play comfortably in trying to be somebody different. Or if he did, then at some point, it's almost like uh like boxing. You know, boxing is based on matchups, and a fighter can fight a certain way, and then based on the matchup. Because they say styles make fights. Based on the matchup, you may train a different way going into a fight because of what, the, what the opponent does. Could be fighting your lefty. Yeah, but but when you get into the ring, no matter how much you've trained over the last few weeks, you're gonna you know if you get into some kind of trouble, you're gonna re- you know revert back to what you know. Yeah, That's like just Mike what happens. Tyson said, everybody has a plan until they get hit. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what happens. Ricky Rubio is going to end his NBA career. He was just bought out by the Cavs, and uh, he says, one of the toughest nights of my life. 
but he's going to step away from his 12-year NBA career. He thanked the teams that he played for in the Timberwolves, Jazz, Suns, and Cavs. And um, they there's a $6.1 million buyout that's left on the contract, and, uh, and that's for this season and also 2024-2025. So the Cavs are going to have some financial relief, and it's going to open up a roster spot for them. But Ricky Rubio just says, one day when the time is right, I would love to share my full experience with you all so I can help support others going through similar situations. Until then, I would love to keep it private out of respect for my family and myself, and I'm still working on some things, but I'm proud to be doing much better and and getting better every day as far as I'm stepping away. Now, it does say he's ending his NBA career, that doesn't mean he's not going to play basketball anymore because he could go back and play in Spain and play in one of the pro leagues there. And that's kind of... And they'd sign him tomorrow. Yeah, that's kind of what's expected to uh, to happen. But he says, my last home, I know the way things ended have been tough. I can never imagine the year would, uh, would develop this way. But having an amazing organization with the president, GM, coach, Bickerstaff will be an extremely respectful and understanding of my situation and caring for me as a person. So he's moving on. But is he playing this year or is he on the bench? He he had been missing a number of games, you know, just for personal reasons. Okay. So he, he stepped away and, and now he's decided to end it. And not playing the NBA anymore. Probably going to return home to Spain and at some point get back on the court. And that's the roughest thing, man, when you know your career is ending. Yeah, you've been playing ball your whole life, man. I know how it feels. I was talking to my wife a couple nights about this. Uh, go about this. January the 1st, 2006 was my last game against the Colts. And I had no idea that that was going to be my last time playing football. And I always said I wish I could have went out on my own terms. But I didn't. And so I lived with that for a long time. It's hanging up my cliques because they forced me to, not because I wanted to. That plays with you. We'll talk more about that in the second hour. We're going to have more of Out of Bounds coming up. And we are live from the Hogsmeade Market studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton. Stay tuned. Your home for Dallas Cowboys football is 103.7 The Buzz. Presented by Beachwood Pinnacle Hotels. America's team on your fun and game station, 103.7 The Buzz. The Arkansas Duck Derby Banquet returns, and it's more exciting than ever. Enjoy live entertainment, browse dozens of silent auction items, and grab a bite from Old Bart's Southern Eatery. This year's big ticket raffle 